0: Hello, hello. Welcome to Rethink Your Health with Jen Madden. I am your host, Jen Madden. I hope you're doing okay. I am having a crazy-ass week, and this podcast is inspired by my crazy-ass week. I have been doing all the things. I run an online business, so I am engaged with technology all the time, and I do a bunch of different things with my business, and my mind... Feels like it's in a million different places this week. So I was just recently sent um, a YouTube video that Mayam Bialik, I think I'm saying her name right, she is an actress and a neuroscientist. She is the one that was, back in the day, she was Blossom, but then she was also on... Oh, shoot I know. Oh big Bang Theory, and she's one of the hosts for Jeopardy. So in case you don't know her name, but you might know the things that she's in anyway, she recently did um, a vlog about her two weeks of completely unplugging from technology. And yes, it's ironic that she did a vlog after it because we are in the time of technology, the age of technology. Um, So it is a little ironic. But anyway, just watching that, and I'll put the link to the YouTube video in the show notes so you can watch it. Um, But it really got me thinking about how addicted we are to technology. And I never think that I'm super addicted to technology, even though I run an online business. I am not one to pull out my phone when I'm with friends. Um, I don't... I don't know, I don't intake a ton of information. Like I'm not on social media a lot. Um, I have been, and I realized it was becoming a problem, so I stopped. But I am still very connected when it comes to technology. And it's hard not to be, but I think it's a problem. And actually, I know that it's a problem, and I know me saying this to you right now isn't going to be a shocker to you. There have been plenty of studies on how addicting our phones are. They are literally wired to make us addicted, not only just social media, but our phones in general. The pretty colors, we get instant gratification just by pressing a button, um, which is a dopamine hit. And anytime we hit, You know, scroll on social media, hit a button, Google something, do whatever on technology. We're getting a hit of dopamine. And if you know anything about dopamine is you need more and more of whatever it is that's giving you that hit in order to sustain that feel good feeling. It's also ironic that it is linked to feeling good because our addiction to technology is making us feel like crap. I mean, the level of anxiety that people have, I feel like there is this low lem- low hum of anxiety just in general in the world. And I think it's been building and building. I think COVID took it to a new level and we've never come off of that. I feel like I feel like people are waiting to exhale, right? Like we're waiting for something to give so that we can go back to normal and I don't think that there is normal anymore. I think that it there is a new normal. And the access we have to information constantly is feeding our anxiety. Is feeding this low hum of anxiety in the world, right? People are anxious, people are angry, people are very one-sided in their opinions. We don't talk to each other anymore. We don't talk to each other anymore because we all have differing differing opinions, and I'm thinking of politics, of course, right? Like, no one can talk about politics anymore because everyone is set in their belief because you can get the same information. Like, if you have a belief, all you need to do is go onto the internet, and your belief will be, um, shoot, what's the word? Reinforced with everything that you're reading. So you're constantly like being reinforced that your way is the right way because we don't spend time looking at the quote unquote other side's arguments. So we can't even talk anymore. But, but like quite literally, if you look around, people can't talk anymore. I find it fascinating how people use their cell phones as a buffer to interaction, to human interaction. If you haven't seen this already, I'd be surprised. But just start paying attention. Elevators are the best. You get into an elevator. And listen, elevators are awkward to begin with. But people will pull out their cell phones in the elevator. I'm like, yeah, I think your cell phone probably is not working right now. I have, I literally knew a guy who um, was very socially awkward. He would just pull out his phone and not look at anything. He would just stare at the phone like there was nothing on a screen, just so that he didn't have to interact with somebody. Come on, people. Anyway. I'm going to get off that rant. But that rant and Mayim's vlog really got me thinking about the impact of technology in my own world. And I really want and am going to set some boundaries. I've gotten better about it over the past couple of years. I don't like being on social media. I am hit or miss with social media these days especially when it comes to business um, those of you who follow me on Instagram will see like sometimes I'm a regular poster and other times I'm not because um, I just I just don't like to be on those platforms which is challenging when you run an online business but the other thing that I'm finding with myself is just sitting and allowing my brain to think without intaking anything or without quickly looking up something is becoming harder for me a couple of months ago I think it was I did um, an episode on the art of doing nothing and there is something to it right and I think it's hard to just completely do nothing but I do think a step in the right direction is by putting boundaries we have or boundaries around technology Because if we are constantly intaking information, if we are constantly on call, constantly checking our email, constantly checking our social media or the news, we are not allowing our brains to clear out. There's no space. And the space in your brain is important for creativity. It's important for your mental health. It's important for just being present in your life. So so Mayim did this study, and she, like I said, I'll link the episode in the show notes, but it was a couple, she was astounded, actually, by just simply taking two weeks off from uh, technology in general, and she did everything, like no email, no social media, nothing. She found herself journaling more, starting to be more creative uh, with her artwork. She read. She was in nature. She wasn't watching TV. right? She was actually living, I feel like, the way we're supposed to be living. So I want to challenge you to look at your connection to technology. And are there places that you can improve? So, for example, are you one that as soon as you hear a ding or some sort of notification on your phone, you grab it and check it? Are you constantly going onto social media just for the latest news feed? Do you sit down and watch endless hours of TV regularly? Do you find yourself really antsy or, I don't know, bored if you don't have something in your hand or you're not taking in information? I know that I've answered yes to some of those questions. Now, listen, there is a place for it. But when it becomes that automatic Pavlovian response, remember Pavlov's dogs, where you hear the ding and you grab your phone or you feel like you have to like urgently respond to something, that's just a red flag that something needs to change. So I want you to first look at how you're interacting with technology and see if there's ways that you can put boundaries around it. In this day and age, it is very hard to completely go offline. And I think it is a luxury that Mayam was able to just shut down for two weeks. right? So I recognize that that is not something that would be easy to do. I speak for myself. I run an online business. I am literally... <laughs> Being paid to be online. So, I need to get a little bit creative about how I interact with technology. And I have been thinking about this because my brain is too full right now and it needs to clear out. So, the approach that I'm taking is looking at the times that I have to be online and then setting boundaries or time limits for those activities like okay so I am working on such and such project so I'm gonna need four hours today to work on that project okay that the time away from my computer that's what I really need to work on is when I am stepping away from my desk am I grabbing my cell phone and taking it with me listen I'm not that important (laughs) important people are not calling me except my like Good friends, and I love them, and they are important to me. Um, but in all seriousness, like if I miss a phone call, is it the end of the world? If I don't respond to an email right away, is it the end of the world? So that's another area that I'm looking to set some boundaries: is having times that I respond to email. Instead of feeling like I have to, as soon as the email comes in, I have to respond. You know, and we are taught this, and I was just thinking about my corporate days, like people would pride themselves, people, aka me, on how quick I could respond to someone as if it was a competition. It's the most ridiculous thing. But I would tell, like, my team members, the managers that would work for me, that they would need to, like, set boundaries so that they could get their other work done um, and check email just at certain times throughout the day, and yet I didn't always do that. And I'm not doing that now. So what I'm going to do is set times for when I check email. Listen, no one's gonna die if it takes me three hours to respond to an email, even if it took me twenty four hours to respond to an email. So this will give me this will start to give me some space in my day. I have started to limit um, just intaking information online, like listening to a podcast, even though I appreciate you're listening to my podcast right now. But rather than constantly intaking information from other people, letting myself just like empty my brain and have my own creativity come through. I get my best ideas when I am putzing, not doing anything like work-wise or technology wise like putzing around my house. like I hate to say, it, cleaning is like really grounding for me and gets my brain going. So I am personally looking at my interaction with technology and I'm starting to put boundaries in place for myself. I'm gonna ask you to do the same and see if you're struggling with that. See if it like gives you like a little sense of anxiety to not grab your phone or to not always have your phone with you? I mean, huh, as my phone dings right now, that's kind of funny, huh? Um, anyway, <laughs> I'm going to shut that off. It was like on cue. Anyway, is it is it giving you anxiety to not be able to respond to a text right away or not have your phone or not pop onto social media? Okay, and then I want to share with you some benefits of Maybe actually trying this experiment because I think your mental health will thank you. I think you will you will thank you. So listen, some of the benefits of shutting off technology is you literally become present in your day without constantly being distracted by notifications. You are more engaged with your surroundings, with your thoughts, with, I don't know, call me crazy, your emotions. And when you are fully present in your life, you start to appreciate the simplicity of life. I've done a lot of work on that where I've really just taken a lot out of my life so that I can have a simple life so that I can enjoy it. And unfortunately, technology keeps creeping back in and I am forcing it back out because I want to be in my life and be mindful of my life so that I can continue to appreciate the simplicity, like right now I am sitting here at my desk, the clouds outside are incredible. I have a crazy obsession with clouds. They excite me and being able to be present and notice them brings me such joy. Being disconnected from technology is 100% one of the I don't want to say easiest ways to improve your mental health, but it will have a, a direct impact on improving your mental health because you're going to feel less stressed. You're going to feel less anxious, less overwhelmed. It's going to give you an opportunity to clear out your brain and rest and feel rejuvenated. When you're not constantly putting stuff into your brain, you're giving your brain a chance to just exhale. It's that exhale we're all looking for. Giving your brain some space will also increase your creativity. That is when the ideas come. If you are constantly filling your brain with stuff, it has no time to create, to dream, to imagine. It is when you are clearing out your brain and doing something present in your life is when the inspiration comes, right? And you're more apt to do things like reading or writing or drawing or playing music, Right? Engaging in hobbies that have nothing to do with technology. It's been proven that not being on technology improves your sleep. How many times have you heard, don't have your cell phone next to you in your bed? For probably many different reasons. I'm assuming something with the wireless stuff, but also just looking at that light before you go to bed disrupts your sleep pattern. So disconnecting from screens in general is like one of those rules of thumb for better quality sleep. So another reason And then I don't know, maybe if you aren't constantly on technology, you might actually have stronger connections with the people in your life. You may actually have meaningful face to face interactions and deep conversations, not quick one liners through text or distracted conversations because one person's on the phone or answering a phone call. Okay? These are wonderful reasons to really start to limit the time you spend on technology. I also think that you're going to be more productive if you're not constantly scrolling <laughs> through your phone. I mean, how many t- how much time are you wasting just being on some form of technology? I'm sure a lot more than you think. Okay? So try to do this. Pay attention to how you are interacting with technology currently. How you feel when you're interacting with technology. How you feel when you think about not interacting with technology, specifically your cell phone. Is it causing you angst? That is a sure sign that you need to do this experiment. And then look at your day and see how you can start to eliminate your constant need for connection. And then, my friend, be prepared for wonderful things to happen. I am doing this for myself. I am very excited because my brain, I have allowed my brain to be overloaded. And yes, work is going to do that, but it doesn't help when I'm overloading it with stuff outside of work. Okay? So I hope you have accepted the challenge. I hope you, well, I know you know that this is a good thing for you. Think back to the day. Most of my listeners are around my same age. So you know, we live just fine without technology. You know, I want to go into like, back in my day, we actually had like a landline and we had to like hide in the closet to talk to our friends. We had to stand up to change the TV channel. It's possible there were simpler times. And yes, there is a positive place for technology in our lives. But I'm telling you, I think we're teetering to the side of negative when it comes to technology. Okay, so give it a try. I would love to know how you do with this experiment. Is this conversation even stressing you out? I hope not. All right, my friends, that's all I've got for you today. Have a beautiful day. If you are loving this podcast, could you share it with a friend? listeners are growing. I love that. Um, Anyway, until the next time, have a good day.